0: This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get immersed in the new and exclusive production of one of the most recognisable sci-fi hits, Jeff Wayne's The War of the Worlds, the musical drama, starring Michael Sheen and Taron Egerton, only on Audible, November 29th.
1: This is the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gab Murphy. Rory's Powers' name is Rory Powers. Yep. Joe Scrabble's his name, also Joe Scrabbles. You're damn right. That's right, guys. We're gonna kick this podcast off with a little exciting bit of news. Uh, if you've been even jumped in and out of this podcast in the last two years, you'll notice that we've become unofficially the only and therefore best
2: prestige podcast we, in the world we've occasionally done spoiler casts by accident <laughs> we've talked about it with multiple celebrities yeah most of whom have seen the film <laughs> but are surprised when they are asked whether they have well most of the reaction is sorry do you have a question <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no just like
1: it um so what we're gonna do is a little like just fun thing to do because if you're not having fun what are you doing life ain't worth living exactly um we're going to
2: show The Prestige. In a cinema. In a cinema. Das Kino. <laughs> How many times uh, have you seen uh, Prestige in a cinema? Twice. How many times have you seen it? Zero. That? I've <gasps> seen it once with a whole spectrum. No one's ever seen it more than twice. Oh, shit.
1: Um, yeah, so we're going to host it. It's going to be at the Rio Cinema in Dalston on Sunday, December 16th at 12 p.m. So you get to come, you get to watch the film. Uh, also, straight after the film... We're going to do a live podcast all about the prestige. Easy. Lots of people have asked us to do it. Uh, I say, lot like four, five,
3: and like then max. a three-hour <laughs> real magic show yeah. following the podcast on the
2: streets of Dalston. With Dale Records, he can do a bullet catch. He keeps yeah. saying he can. He says Easy. he's not in now. <laughs> he looks. <laughs>
1: I'm a bit
3: worried and- because he
2: also insists magic
3: is real. Yeah. Yeah. And I've I've told him how's he going to fake it, and he's like, "What are you, ta- what are you talking yeah. about?"
1: He also like I've heard the phrase. I'm going to catch that motherfucker with my teeth <laughs> out of him
2: quite a few times, Too many about, times in the yeah. last couple of days. Yeah, but he says As that, he draws uh, an
3: alchemist circle on the floor <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the around <office>. me.
2: <laughs> he says that about his lunch as well, though. Yeah. I'm going to catch yeah. that motherfucker with my teeth. We all do, Dale. That's uh, what lunch is. So if you've never seen The Prestige, I can't think of a better
1: way to do it. I know so many people. Uh, Sam, who works here at IGN, he's never seen it. Uh, Dave Jewett at GameSpot and Tomorrow have never seen it. They're going to come watch it. Um, so go to... IGM Buy yourself a ticket. If you want to come just for the film, you can. If you want to come for the film and the podcast, that's what you should do. Much Let's harder th- to
2: do the other one. Yeah. Don't yeah. just come for the podcast. I mean, you can, but it'll be yeah. weird. It'll be, be weird to walk in. You don't know, unless you know exactly how long the prestige is. And we're also going to go to Loading Bar Dalston we afterwards are. and have a drink with y'all. And get tanked up. Yeah. Christmas style. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we're doing it at 12 um, o'clock. It's a matinee. By the time it's done, Yeah you're allowed to drink. Yeah. I mean, you can drink during it. Well, we're taking cans in. We're sneaking cans in the rear, right? Are we? Well, I am. Yeah, oh, sweet. Okay. We're going to the cinema in a day. Sleight <laughs> of hand, <high>, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just you with a box under your shirt. <laughs> what? what? Could how, it be? How, how does it <laughs> do it? No one knows. <laughs> Shaking cans out from under my coat. <laughs> Abracadabra. Like accidentally <laughs> bursting two under your armpits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, if you want to come and join us for that, you definitely should. It's uk. This is the biggest event we've ever done. It is? Uh, we're selling 350 tickets. Wow. Um, we've sold a third of them already without even pushing it on the podcast.
2: Are you allowed to say that?
1: it's it's not my fault podcast alive there's tangible demand yeah um but yeah that's pretty cool man i'm really excited about that it's gonna be awesome we've got some good ideas but what we're gonna do we've got a couple of other celebrity interviews coming up as well so we're gonna get some prestige answers from them it's gonna be dang cool do you know what's not gonna be dang cool anymore don't say keyword countdown it's too early for keyword countdown oh yeah e3 because why our favourites. Oh, I've just said it. They're our favourite. They're great. Uh, Sony uh, not going to be at E3 at all. They've announced uh, they're not. Not only they're not doing a
2: conference, they're not going to be on the show floor. That's so weird, isn't yeah. it? Which is going to mean there's not the fun thing that sometimes happens where Xbox is right next to it and you get a yeah. wall of blue and a wall of green. I really
1: like that as well. It's exciting. It's always like some people tweet it being like, "Oh, the console walls, not J. Fuck off." <laughs> um, but yeah, they're not going to be there. And I was like, it was this mad thing where I saw. Yeah, some people that I follow are just like flipping out over it, being like, "What does this mean? What does this mean about the industry?" It's like, yeah, I'm, I don't care about that. I, I, just, <laughs> I just like, I just really like Sony, and I love going to their conference. And yeah, like I was talking to Dale about it this morning. Like, like Dale's like a ridiculously like passionate PlayStation fan, and going to. Like what being with him during his first ever like Sony conference was pretty cool, mm. and that was the good one like two years ago where they had like it was essentially like theater going on.
2: And yeah, they had yeah, real shit and that going on. Is that the um, one where they had people falling down on uh, ropes? Yeah, yeah. On oh side.
3: yeah, and that um, mad water display as well.
1: And it's just cool. It just feels really special, and like it's not gonna happen this year.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, it does feel like they're just just waiting so that when yeah. they announce PS5, everyone goes mental. Yeah. They're going to come back to E3. Like, E3's Absolutely not dead yeah. yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no. it's not going to be killed because Sony aren't there. No. I think
3: that's why it's the, like, the biggest reason it's a bummer is just because E3 was just the, the cool point in the year where you're like... It's video game time. It's Christmas. Yeah, Yeah, here's the Christmas of video games. It's advertising Christmas. All the best news about all the coolest games, and you're going to get it, like, over a week's period. Yeah. And it's quite exciting. And now, like, I... I don't know. I'm just a really lazy person, but it's like I like all my big announcements to be in one place mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and have one big talk about it rather than be like, well, we've done that. And then uh, Gamescom's in a couple months, and then there'll be PSX, and we come a bit later. Yeah. And now we've got PlayStation doing a separate thing, and the Nintendo Treehouse announcements. I'm like, oh, shut up. <laughs> 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 Sorry, just get a little heated there. Shut
1: up. <laughs> uh, um, Microsoft are going to be there, though. They've announced that they're definitely going to be there with a conference and with shit ch- to play. Do you yeah. think now
3: they'll be like, here we go, boys? Time for us to hit the big time.
2: I mean, last year they were better than Sony, conference-wise. Yeah. yeah. Like, they'll just do... I'm um, so That's the only reason I'm surprised Sony aren't doing it, is because yeah. they, for once they actually got outshone, and usually that means they come back and do yeah. something mental. Maybe so that's
3: be, it. They're so ashamed they had to, like, back down.
2: They had to quit <laughs> for the first time in 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. years.
1: <laughs> I really want to... Like, I don't have enough money to buy one, but I really want to buy an Xbox One X because... I world's most like.
2: powerful console
1: world's more powerful. i only hear good things about everything i've got because i never owned an xbox one mm. i have so many gaps in my game stuff where i've just either played a tiny bit or not played it at all mm. and and that bums me out and but the good thing is the expensive y'all
3: <laughs> i've had uh my xbox since almost launch day yeah and unlike a PlayStation, it doesn't sound like a jet engine yeah. trying to take off into space.
2: Have you, where, where do you store your little transformer box? Because that thing can get noisy. Yeah, but think mate, Think about what his flat's like. He's like, next to the candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> right. and the
1: candy machine plays fucking chin tune-, tune all day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just shoving fucking flumps into it. I'm like, yes, I'm going to play my magic game on my magic game box. <laughs> he's like, wait, I'm not, meant, I'm not meant to put flumps in it? <laughs> They should say that on the box, man. Box
3: I, can't hear, I can't hear the fan after the sweet <laughs> popping of buttery corn. Just like popcorn coming down from the ceiling. Your place is on the back of a fucking elephant just going round your it's living disc room. like Discworld. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Whoa You're like What's that Why that's the train To the living room <laughs> yeah. Okay
1: Fetch
2: my skateboard I need a shit
1: <laughs> well, PlayStation is constantly Just on a half bike it's going up and down like All a the time cradle It yeah. never
3: stops You're like The skateboard Takes you to the toilet It is the toilet <laughs>
1: You're just taking a shit In the USB <laughs> port at the back
3: And then slamming the tail And launching it Out a window Yeah But you're like Yeah
1: but it sounds
3: uh, Believe it. It's going to take off.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Xbox doesn't do that. (laughs) Ah, good. I don't want to talk about E3 anymore. Yeah, I want to talk about Rory's house.
3: Um, but yeah, it's sad. It's sad, but it's going to be a great show anyway. Yeah, like it doesn't really faze me that much. I think it'll be. You'll probably feel the absence a little bit, but
2: they might just doesn't
3: bother me that much.
2: There's every chance they'll do an an EA and just have an event at the same time, just not E3. Yeah. Yeah, like. Just have the Sony house. Yeah. So,
1: Sony house. I'm into it. Um, something I'm into slightly less. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindel... Grew. Grindel Grew. Grindel- Grindel- that- Grindelwald. 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 Um So, I did uh, an episode of our celebrities Respond to IGN comments with the cast, who were fucking great. Mm. Um, Jude Law is an absolute gent. But I got to go see the film as well. So, I went and see Fantastic Beasts, and The Crimes of Grindelwald. And... Um, I love the Harry Potter universe, but I have nothing invested in it really. Um, and I hadn't actually seen Fantastic Beasts before being given this assignment. Yeah? I yeah. know, but because it was like one of those things where it kept—it was on loads of planes and stuff. I just missed it at the cinema because mm. I was away, and it was just on loads of planes. And I just—I just never went. I never saw it.
3: And well, to me, it always looked like a a really grey version of the mm. Harry
1: Potter universe. And that is
2: exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's so weird. I don't know why they've chosen to, it to be the way it is. But it's like.
1: It's, but I, I went I went to see this Looks so like Last Friday afternoon I thought this is Going to be fun Because I like Eddie Redmayne I like that bit of music It goes doo, 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 And they use that Sometimes But they and do it In special different they ways They do put it In a special different way um, Dubstep It's yeah. just it, As a It's a bit of a mess It is There's so much Going on in that film Like I
2: can't understand what a child is getting out of that (laughs) like at all it's almost as if it's propping up a four film series that hasn't been written yeah (laughs) like oh no maybe five because right it's mental Eddie Redmayne he's fucking brilliant
1: in it Jude Law is fucking brilliant in it Uh, Catherine Waterston is fucking brilliant in it like there's so much good stuff going on in it all hidden behind this absolutely mad plot involving about another 25 characters (laughs) after that and it's really really strange like it's and now the storyline they've basically just got another Voldemort as well right. which is grindelwald and he's just as bad and he's just and he's just like there's another bad man running around doing bad things and these people are, don't like him doing those bad things yeah and it's like i do like going back to that world and i like I, I was, Again, I have a passing interest in Harry Potter, but actually seeing Jude Law as Dumbledore teaching in Hogwarts is fucking brilliant. I was like, this is cool. I was like, yes, you are buttering my muffins with <laughs> this. Um, but then it's just, it's all over the place in some bits. And there's some crazy stuff that happened. There's, there was one twist right at the end, right? And it's, I'm not obviously going to say it. And it literally comes out of nowhere. And not in the sense of like... You could you could have guessed that you could have seen that come in. Or like, oh what's the mystery or something like that? They just literally say a bit of information and it's a big thing. And you're just like, oh okay, well, that hasn't been telegraphed to my knowledge before then.
2: Yeah. Um, and it's just bonkers. Grindelwald, that's an anagram for Harry Potter's <laughs> <Yeah>. dad! <laughs> to be fair, I did one more of bits
3: like that. Like, But there's a couple of... Right at the end, Grindelwald brushes away his side fringe to yeah. show a lightning bolt on his forehead. <gasps> um, wait, this is the
1: future! <laughs> the future is the 1920s. Um, but there was loads of, there was loads of bits and stuff like that. But also, if you're a Harry Potter fan um, I had a look at there's some cool little bits going on that you just go ah cool like ah I can't say actually but there's some cool. I had a look at some other people who are like super Harry Potter fans going there's like nice little nods nice little links to it um, but this is mad bit right where they go this is a bit fucking dubbing like nothing um <laughs> They go to like Paris, Paris. It's not Paris. It's like Magic Paris, right? Right. They like knock on a fucking statue, which lets them into Magic Paris. Oh, so, um,
3: so that's how you get
1: in. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is statue. Who is moving a lot for a statue? Right. <laughs> like, any tiny movement is too much movement for a statue. This fucker is moving her head around constantly, right? <laughs> um, so they tap on this magic statue, go through. They're in Magic Paris, which is in the middle. It's like down the sides of. The world, the muggle world.
2: I don't fucking
3: know. It's because the muggles Um, are so busy in their little rat races. (laughs) They never look (laughs) up to see the beauty.
2: Um, If you were creative like Joanne K. Rowling, (laughs) you'd you'd see it too. (laughs) So they go to fucking Magic Paris, right?
1: And in the middle of Magic Paris is a freak show, right? Right. And like... A, just a no, like P.T. Barnum style freak show where there's like magic freaks in it like oh there's a woman in you who turns into a snake and shit like that I was like you've got fucking goblins running your bank yeah. <laughs> like how, what's going on have like, you not normalised freaks yeah, it's like how? what's the rules here it's like it's fucking little goblins doing your mortgages
2: over there but you're just like oh look at this woman also, <laughs> she's
1: crazy she turns into a snake it's like you can turn
2: anything into anything yeah, else. That, you're wait, a fucking magician is that a real thing it's a woman who turns into a snake I, yeah. So, but there's a... <laughs> in Harry Potter there's a teacher who turns into a cat in the first scene <laughs> yeah. of her
1: teaching don't they all turn into something
2: <laughs> isn't that the rules that's
1: why they need no, no, no. a muggle to go to magic
2: <laughs> animorphs <Harris>. oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but isn't like isn't that a thing in Harry Potter where they all have their Patronus and yeah their that's patro- not them
2: turning into <laughs> it. isn't it well, they no, just no, have someone's their... big special ghost oh yeah. okay I thought they
1: turned into them um, but yeah that's the thing it was just like in one of the Harry Potter films Voldemort exists on the back of someone's head yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like ooh she's crazy he a he a snake." he was a teacher yeah. it's fucking mad it was like it really done my head in and this is the thing it did my head in for so long that I was thinking about it for about 10 minutes after and if you miss 10 minutes of don't go to the toilet in Crimes of Grindelwald because you will be lost um, if you miss 10 minutes of Crimes of Grindelwald that's like oh, that's it you're lost you can't yeah. get back you it's can't like get back like <laughs> like there's so many plots that go nowhere and are not resolved that I assume is
2: just magic but, yeah, what? it's 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 mad. I saw a brilliant um, tweet today because uh, J.K. Rowling was tweeting about Brexit, yeah, as she, she happens was. to do. And he's like, oh, Theresa May's like the fucking demented. Shut up. This guy responded to her <laughs> going, uh, J.K. Rowling, this is not what your fans want to hear from you right now. They don't want to hear your political opinions. They want to hear about the obvious inconsistencies <laughs> in crimes Grindelwald. And, like dead serious, going like, how is it possible that Professor McGonagall is in this film when she was not even born? Like, going through all these things, you like, yeah. Jesus Christ, people care quite a lot about this
1: Yeah, stuff. one of the comments on the AGN comments was like, how is it that people are teleporting into Hogwarts when we know that is impossible? That is true. Um, but yeah.
3: I know, they're lucky Lord of the Rings only had that eagle thing that was really the only thing people really <laughs> lashed on to. I don't remember that. Just you know why didn't the eagles just take them there oh whole time? right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that thing whereas like yeah, i feel like harry potter every film raises 20 20 more questions yeah. about how this is possible
1: well that's the thing because they're kind of retcon in this connection to this other thing mm-hmm. so it's it, in sometimes that can be nice and elegant and you're like oh that's cool i like how they've done that and then other times obviously they just go yeah i know all those rules we spent ages <laughs> doing and all them fucking books and that yeah Magic
2: <laughs> Look what I could do to the rules. Magic, they're gone! But you, but you know the rules are like... a
3: snake now! Yeah. <laughs> Look at that freaky rules!
1: Freak. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking paintings that talk and shit. And then
2: it's like freaky snake wobber. They literally from the Amazon. <laughs> like they literally cheat death by painting themselves. <laughs> Every painting is a ghost.
3: I'm telling you, this is why you need to bring Muggles into Magic Paris to point out the hypocrisy. (laughs) Because wizards are too comfortable with it now. They're like, look at the snake woman. It's like, you're a wizard. Yeah. Why are the wizards calling people freaks? Like literally two seconds later, you know, like
1: um, like a Chinese dragon thing that they've got in Chinatown. Yeah. There's a real one of those, but it's got a cat's face and it's flying about, <laughs> and people are like, "Sweet,
2: yeah, that's wicked. That is really cool." Uh, I thought you were going to say he's watching the show, and be exactly like, "What awesome. a bunch of freaks!" <laughs> he's just looking at, shaking his head, but it's shaking his whole body.
1: There <laughs> is like a weird, like monster thing watching the freak show, being like, "I love this. I'm really into this. I'm really into oh, it." That little thing's
3: minging. Look at
1: it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay on that. Turn into a snake, you say. Obviously, oh, a human half a time. Ah, right, anyway, okay. see you guys
3: later. <laughs> <laughs> i yes.
1: this been all the time. <laughs> totally normal. <laughs> but do you know what? At the same time, it's got so much good stuff going for it. Like, I don't know. I, I can't recommend
3: anyone go watch it, but I've heard some I've heard mixed reviews as well. Do
1: it go watch if you want. How about that?
3: <laughs> uh, Wizards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Powers. Yeah. So I heard watching Pokemon Walk is insanely fun.
3: It is insanely fun. So there's loads of videos coming out now because I guess embargoes have lifted. Uh involving the new Pokemon game, Pokemon Let's Go, Eevee and Pikachu, and for the first time we're kind of seeing what it's like when, similar to like in Pokemon Yellow, you have your Pokemon follow you around, so we just uploaded a video, which is a really smart video to upload and I didn't, I completely underestimated how interesting it would be to to watch this, is just see how every Pokemon follows you in the different ways, because in the olden in the older games it would be kind of like the sprite of the Pokemon and it was a single tile yeah and it was just, yeah. and it would just follow it would just replicate your exact movements mm. one yeah. frame behind you really but now because there's obviously this big beautiful 3d world and the models of the Pokemon are all to scale, you have like the weirdest mashups of all time so for example, if your partner is a snorlax yeah you and Evie or Pikachu just g- grab and hang onto their belly while Snorlax
2: like stomps through the town. But, You're like, basically controlling Snorlax. But he's really slow. Yeah. So, so it's like it's a crap way to get around. But, but it's also really like cool. so you can
3: have Ponita who's obviously yeah. just like a little horse who just will follow you around, but once they're evolved into Rabidash you were just riding this flaming horse like so you're through the town. you them. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. If essentially there's like half the Pokemon that you just start controlling them and you're <clears throat> That's on top cool. of them. You can like fly on the back of a Charizard. Yeah. And I'm not sure how that affects... Maneuvering because you could definitely it, fly over stuff. Yeah, he was just flying over ledges and trainer like battles Dragonite. and everything.
2: just woo, Don't give yeah. do a
3: shit about it. It's crazy. It's and it's so cool because it's been a while, admittedly, since uh, a Pokemon game has done something that I felt is like super fresh. Yeah. I know there was like the 3D one, <clears throat> which was kind of cool, and they've they've changed up certain elements. But this one I'm like, this feels like a different game. This doesn't feel like another Pokemon Despite game. Despite being yeah. Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> which is super weird. <laughs> uh, and it being right back in Kanto yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was so cool. Like, we literally went <clears throat> and just sat and watched all 151. Yeah, awesome. I think it's so like good, yeah. the
2: first time since, I don't know, everyone got obsessed with that Vic and Bob MasterChef sketch that I remember all of us gar- crowding around one monitor to watch yeah. a video. Yeah.
3: Like, it's really weird. It'd be so funny because you're watching them all and you're like, oh, Gollum's coming up. It's like, he better roll. Gollum yeah, better exactly. roll. And then it's Gollum and he's, he's rolling, rolling behind you. He's, like, he's rolling! <laughs> it's so cool. Like, the more I see about that game, I'm starting to realize how much they've, Actually, changed. Yeah. Uh, not just like motion control, catching. Like, it's it seems really cool. I watched our review today and uh, it was Miranda in the US and yeah. she couldn't sing high enough praises. Got like an 8.4, 8.5, because she probably could have. She got a, could have could given ahead, it a yeah. 10. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I can't
2: wait. <laughs> also, shout out to. Andrew Goldfarb, who's finally found an outlet for his incredible talent at finishing Pokemon Go yeah. over and over again. Because now it's made this video because he's just got every Pokemon to just immediately put in the game. That I is know. cool.
3: Like, the embargo's just lifted and he's like, here's what it's like to have a Mewtwo as a partner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I really hope he, he should get pay rise. <laughs> that's,
1: yeah. that's actual, like, years of I work. Really, I really like the idea that he's just like, yeah, uh, I I knew that would happen. That was my plan all along. <laughs> that's why I've wasted all this time.
3: <laughs> I wonder if he got bonuses or promotion based off of that. Could he technically call himself a professional Pokemon trainer? I'm sure he probably does, mate. He, it. Probably think he probably does know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You've met him. He yeah, definitely it's does. It's on his card.
4: <laughs>
2: But his car's a fucking Pokeball <laughs> Loves it in people We're back in Rory's house yes. Yeah <laughs> Yeah he's the cleaner of Rory's
1: house
4: <laughs> Amazing uh,
1: Yeah I think it looks great Can't wait to play it Fantastic
2: Joe Hello Y'all been watching The Sinner too? I've started it I haven't finished it I really yeah. liked The Sinner I think I like The Sinner more Than most people I loved it Did you? Uh, so I, th- I, I think Someone didn't like it yeah, so I think some was. people thought it was a bit
1: trash. Because I remember I watched it all in, like, one scene. Came in, and was just like, I think everyone should watch The Sinner. And then yeah. you watched it, and we were like, it's
4: good, in it? Yeah,
1: like, I really liked it. <laughs> but at the time, that's the thing. I think the thing we talked about was, it's really good. It's like a cool little
2: self-contained little thing. I don't need to go back to that ever. And, and then Sinner 2. The Sinner 2 yeah. is a completely separate case, <gasps> but it features Bill Pullman's yeah. character. So he's the only mainstay. And, like... His work on the old case has some repercussions. People have heard about it. Okay. But he's just on a new case that he's been drafted in to help with. Yeah. But he's got, like, baggage in the town where that case is taking place. And it, like, builds lots of, like, more drama around him. Because he was always the most interesting part of that show. Yeah, he was good. like, the weird, like, like, self-excoriating man who wasn't totally eyes on the job the whole time. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And he's really fun to watch. He's still got that strange, like, nervous thing where he can't meet people's eyes and stuff. It's really good. And the new case is properly horrible. Like, in the same... You know how The Sinner opens? Which I won't give away for people who haven't seen it. And I won't give away this one. Um, This one opens with a scene where you're like, because you know how The Sinner opens now, you're waiting for the moment to happen, but you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Spends about 10 minutes getting there, and then when it does, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, does it top the first opening? It doesn't top the first opening for surprise. Right. But, I guess because you're kind of expecting something. Yeah, 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 In grimness, I think it does. Ooh, um, that's the worst kind of way to beat anything. Yeah, and like... The, There's some grim shit going on in Series 1, man. Oh, yeah, I mean, inter- I'm just talking about those two opening yeah, yeah, scenes. Yeah. Like, who knows where it goes from here. Yeah. But it's setting up some, like... It's setting up some weird shit okay. early on, and I'm really, I'm glad it's staying in the sort of <clears> slightly <throat> trashier end of things. I yeah. don't want it to be like a really heavy drama. Yeah, I kind of like it being a bit strange and gross, and like, like you never know where it's gonna go next. Yeah, yeah. I pro- yeah. I,
1: that's the thing. I properly loved it, but had the same thing that again we had again when we were watching the first series of True Detective because we were watching that mm. week by week. I remember like us, as before either of us, which was we been working on our yeah. old jobs, but like we were watching it week by week we'd spend all week yeah. going this is my theory for this this is my theory yeah. for that and i was like awesome but i think we had invented a world <laughs> that was so like you couldn't make that show because it was so weird mm. and complex and just all over the top yeah that even though we were like this is what i expect from true detective it couldn't have possibly could never have met those expectations and and kind of a little bit with the sinner as well because the sinner sets up some really cool stuff like secret society style shit yes which i really like but it doesn't it didn't do it in a satisfying way so the sinner 2 is yeah
2: doing that as well but at the moment like i think i'm three episodes in at the moment like that stuff's actually paying off beginning to and you're like fuck yeah this is really weird um and it's doing that classic sort of slightly over the top drama thing where everyone has a past that somehow connects to the case. Yeah. And actually I really like it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. it's implausible, but as long as you go in going like, this is yeah. how it works. So like, this is great. <laughs>
1: I'm really enjoying it. I think like that that's what I really like about Broadchurch as well. Like mm. Broadchurch was really similar in the sense of just like it became almost farcical in the first year. Second series absolute dog shit. I never <laughs> watched the third. Um but it came farcical in the first one where it was like Every every single episode, there was like they introduce another two characters who were really connected to yeah. the victim, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Everyone's in on it. By the end, it's
2: fucking guess who? But everyone's the killer.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing. Where the only guess who's about a killer, right? Yeah. But that's the thing. The, the only thing with that is it's really interesting when you're watching it, but then
2: inevitably, like the actual ending, you're just gonna go, "Ah." It's almost. It is weird though, because. It is almost like we've built a whole culture on not watching TV. It's yeah. talking about TV afterwards. Yeah, I'm like that's not really what it's about. No, like it's actually about just enjoying it whilst you watch it. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's so easy to come out of stuff like this and just be like, "Oh, didn't really." And I'm the worst for this, Absolutely, where I yeah, deconstruct yeah. it to the point where I'm like, "It's bad now," yeah. even yeah. though I've watched ten hours and had a great time. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's like it's just fun. That's our curse. It's our people who talk
1: about shite for a living. It's our curse. Like, of intelligence. Because I feel it's like sometimes Uh, because I remember being on a plane with Clara and uh, my girlfriend she was like um, she watched Batman v Superman on a plane and I was like oh don't watch that shite and she was like no no I'm, I'm gonna watch it and at the end of it she was just like I thought that was fun yeah it's like what's wrong with you I'm just like, it is a bit
2: shit though, isn't it?
3: And she was just like, no, oh, it's good fun. Like, you know.
2: Anna constantly uh, just goes right. like... You
3: thought the biggest, most disappointing <laughs> showdown of the DC universe <laughs> was
2: fine? <laughs> Let me <laughs> this
3: Can I move seat, please? it has...
2: <laughs> <Stewardess.
3: laughs> bing, 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 bing.
2: <laughs> just you using that back of the seat chat thing to yeah. just be like, I am not talking to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holiday over. <laughs> um...
1: But yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I keep seeing it, but it's one of those things because it's so grim. I keep seeing the top of my Netflix being like, I should start watching this. But I am very tired, and I'm yeah. not up for grimness. Yeah. It's quite a lot. a lot. It's not grim. Let's put that on. Um, I found I've ever since Red Ow. Dead Redemption Two came out, um, I've had a lot of tweets and messages from different people saying, "Have you met the man looking for his friend Gavin?" <laughs> In uh, in Red Dead Redemption Two, and I hadn't seen him, mm. and it was do my nutting because everyone's saying like, oh, he's always ha-, like he first, I think he's hanging around Rhodes and then he moves to San Denis. Um, Dale seen him a couple of times, but I hadn't seen him. It was really do my nutting. I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen the clan, and then in one night, I managed to see the clan blow them up, and managed to meet him and follow him around for about twenty minutes, um, and he is very strange because you're walking around doing your normal cowboy stuff and to hear your own name shouted out over and over and over,
3: and over that is weird
1: it was really strange um and it's it's like a this mad little mystery that's going on around right there
2: because nobody knows what it is and who this guy is and how it Oh so you can't solve
3: it like i thought it was like a quest Wait, or something there's like
2: articles on the internet being like yeah people can't find gavin and it's sending them insane yeah because <laughs> oh it's not like an he's just he's not an npc is an npc you could talk to but he's not an npc that gives you a quest or anything right, like. he, right, just right. Goes, he just walks around um, oh that's interesting see yeah, i didn't tell you really when English, i found him because yeah. he specifically says gavin's an englishman yeah i was like this is gonna freak him out <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's gonna be upset
1: um
2: it was really funny because uh tristan in, in australia was just
1: like do you think this is rockstar trolling you um Because you every time that Rockstar released a trailer for Red Dead Two, I was asking him where the Welsh guy from Red Dead One is Mm -hmm. going. Like and did like a stupid little hashtag and stuff. He's like, do you think this is their answer to that? I was like absolutely not. <laughs> I think he was like, it's like when they put Greg Miller in Spider-Man, it's like, I think you are overestimating my influence on this industry, Tristan. Please yeah. look at Greg Miller's <laughs> follower account. <Yeah. laughs> I was like, it's not that. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was. I do like it, but I just want to know more now. I want yeah. to know what's going on. Where it, are you, Gavin? I know, exactly. Where are you um, hiding? It reminded me, of, though, like uh, when I was at school, I had an English teacher called... Um, Lloyd, and he uh, was telling me once about the time he got—he was backpacking, and the first time he ever saw The Shining and got absolutely hammered. Um, <laughs> how old are you? I was, was that, how old was I? He yeah. was telling me was, I'm fourteen or something. It's Wales. Um, <laughs> He's telling
3: you about how he got hammered and watched The Shining. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's not um, a good teacher, is it? And uh, he was just saying that he was in this weird, like, uh, Ukrainian hostel, and The Shining was on TV. He never watched it. It was on in English though, and. Um, the bit where uh, Jack Nilsson goes to the bar and he's just like looking up and nobody else is in the room and then he looks up to camera and says... It's a little quiet in here tonight, Lloyd. And he's just sitting there, like, four in the morning, just like, holy shit. (laughs) What is happening? And I kind of wanted to be like that a little bit, but it was just not scary. It's just because he's just quite a well-to-do English man running around shouting,
3: Gavin! Where are you, mate, Gavin? Um, He didn't look straight into camera. He goes, goes, hello, Murphy.
1: Gav Murphy. (laughs) You Um, English prick. Yeah. If anybody has any theories on Gavin do let us know I underscore you give feedback at igen.com but guys let me ask you a little question all right mm-hmm. what is the best accompaniment on a Christmas dinner if
2: you say Branston beans <laughs> <laughs> uh, best accompaniment As in, like, uh, from everything?
3: That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, what is the Christmas dinner and what is accompanying it?
1: Okay, so I'm saying everything other than the turkey. What's your favourite thing? Oh,
2: okay. And think about, like, specifically the Christmas dinner. So you want us to say a specific thing? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. Is it chipolatas? (laughs) It's pigs in blankets. Fair play. So, right... You're earning.
1: How
3: many bacon <laughs> on them? How many pigs and blankets? <laughs> Jesus! I'm one of the other in the Powers family. <laughs> My pigs are cult. <laughs> <laughs> How many pigs and blankets do you think you could eat? Oh, way too many. <laughs> I, I've thought recently <laughs> about. Uh, trying to do the uh, McDonald's 100 Nugget Challenge. Yeah. I reckon I could absolutely eat 100 nuggets. And by that measurement, I think I could definitely eat 100 pigs in blankets. Sorry,
2: it's literally just eat 100 nuggets. Yeah. I had a friend who used to do that just for a laugh because he liked it. 100? <laughs> just... uh, no one eats it,
3: 100 nuggets for a joke. He, he wasn't doing it for a
2: joke. No. He was just doing it for it sustenance. He's a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a good reason to do
2: something. Yeah, he was a hungry boy.
1: boy. He had 100 nuggets. Well, so I, I think, you I think, think you, could, you could eat 100. Yeah, There's a place... In Margate. Is this a song? Uh, <laughs> one day. Uh, called Cinco Ports, that is doing, I saw this today, that is doing 100 different types of pigs in blankets. They're going to serve 100 different
3: types of pigs in blankets on one plate.
1: <laughs>
4: like, uh, no, it's drop, trough it's like, like Also, what's the
3: variation? Is a like pig with blanket tucked in? Well, this is pig. the pig with blanket on top. Uh, this is the pig. So the Egyptian pig, pig. one foot in, one foot out. So it includes So there's a mid- <laughs> <this> split. <sauce>. <laughs> 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 he cut, so he's got little hands.
2: My, my dad used to do. You can if you slice up. Like in quarters, a uh, a hot dog, and then put it on the barbecue. They all like curl <gasps> up, and he called it spider dogs. <laughs> <laughs> spider dogs. So these isn't, it. is includes.
1: I don't th- a wreath. What uh, what of, of thirty two different thirty two different kinds of pigs in blankets, ranging from vegan to smoked streaky bacon. So I'm not sure. Ranging that- from vegan to fucking dead animals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> absolutely. Like, is that a suit of vegans? Oh hell no. Um, so I'm not sure. <laughs> If that is 32 out of the 100, or if the wreath counts as one.
3: Right. Surely not. I think that's mental.
1: 32 probably counts as the 100. Would we
3: have yeah. any American listeners that wouldn't know what a pig in blanket is?
1: Oh, pigs in blanket, I think, in America is um, sausage with pastry oh, it's over pastry, it. Pastry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas oh. over here, we've taken that one step further and put bacon over it. But I guess you wouldn't have that in America because they don't know how to cook bacon. Oh, their yeah, bacon's like, like crispy. Crispy, like idiots. That's I like p- crispy that's bacon. pig on a surfboard. I <laughs> Um, Also, this is being done by a Michelin star chef Oh uh, Called Jim Tomlinson So So it's going to be prohibitively expensive (laughs) No, guys What? It is £20 for all-you-can-eat pigs in blankets Um, What? Wait, is this in London? Guys, Margate, this is even better, right? So it's going to be taking place on the 29th of November And the 29th of December Because of my uh, never-ending (laughs) Blagness Uh, I saw someone tweet going, we're looking for um, someone to come down and taste all 100. Guys, they've asked if we can go down and we want to taste them ourselves. Now, are you serious? Is this on... Do you say the 29th of November? No. Good. It's open on the 29th of November oh, and okay. the 29th of okay, December. Good. We can go down before Because we are in Nihon.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, we, we And yeah. I will weirdly regret <laughs> yeah. getting to go to Japan. It's yeah. <laughs> like, so um, where was Rory and Joe? Oh yeah, we had a sausage eating contest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they blew off the trip. Also, there's no contest. We can just go down and eat
1: them.
2: <laughs> um, that yeah. has slightly overshadowed the fact, well done, Gavin. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, oh my God. I love so you. We've got we to
1: we sort that of when we go down and eat them.
2: But um, yeah, I
1: reckon we'll record a little bit for this podcast of us eating a hundred different types of pigs.
3: Absolutely, let's do this.
1: Um, you are brilliant uh, but yeah you can actually buy tickets to it it's going to be at the sinkports ports uh, c-i-n-q-u-e ports.co.uk on the 29th of November and the 29th of December
3: maybe we'll see you there
1: oh no we're going down a different day
3: all right we won't I mean
1: unless you want to go back on the 29th of December yeah. <laughs> if you want to fly back from Ireland be like I gotta go
2: I gotta eat 100 pigs and blankets again it's gonna say where's Rory at Christmas dinner for sausage eating contest again yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that amazing though? That is awesome. Yeah, I'm super up for that. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more updates on that next week. I was going to leave and look up all the different types. Yeah. I'm not going to do it now. Yeah. I want to turn up and be surprised. What was even
3: weirder was I thought that was going to be the link into Keyword Countdown. Yeah, it's not, mate. So you were like, what's one thing that everyone loves? I was like, Keyword Countdown? Pig in blankets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's your other favorite accompaniment to Christmas dinner? Little thing I like to call. Key- If you don't know what keyword <laughs> countdown is, IMDb categorized their films by a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or what Jack has done, thanks Jack, is taken five films, ten keywords a piece, and an awesome link between them all. You guys at home, you guys in the studio, have to guess what those films are, what the link is. Love to. Y'all ready for this? Mm. Nah, nah, nah. Film number one: <laughs> male nudity. Uh, um, uh
3: The Crying game. Horn. In. <laughs> Interrupted wedding. The graduate. Wedding crashers.
1: Wrestling. Good good guess is good. Wrestling. The wrestler. Bullet time. Matrix. No.
2: <laughs> uh come on. Buddy comedy. The other guys. Rush hours one through three. <laughs> Hybrid animal. <laughs>
1: Crime's grid of art.
3: <Grindelwald. laughs> uh, lethal weapon. <laughs> hybrid animal I don't know
2: <laughs> oh Napoleon Dynamite no ah oh, that's good, like a, good though it's the got liger. a liger in it yeah. Oh, yeah. sidekick still Napoleon Dynamite reluctant hero still Napoleon S- Dynamite what oh, is there. this Spider-Man's not got male nudity in it
1: fire breathing dragon
2: ready player one
1: final clue ogre Trek!
2: Trek. Oh, yeah a. you go there
1: first yeah. Well done. I shouted out Shrek on the podcast.
3: I should have got that
2: quicker. There you go. One point, one guess to powers. I I shouted out Shrek like he needs it. Shout out to Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's my boy. (laughs) It's my boy. Little swappy bastard. With who did we say? Uh, (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) Benedict Cumberbatch.
3: Uh, And Donkey DeVito. Donkey DeVito.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Close up of eyes. Blade Runner. Mm. Brother sister relationship. Old boy. Electrocution. Fuck. Sabotage. Home Alone.
3: Mission Impossible.
1: Virtual reality. Ready, player one. That's virtual. quite confusing, virtual reality is, by the way. Oh, uh, Disregard I know what it is In the film
3: Oh it's in the film mm.
2: It's not existence Computer hacker Hackers The Matrix Hack the planet Rainstorm Diehard 4.0 Famous score the Hat Jaws Garden job Oh famous score Right I was thinking like Heist <laughs> <laughs> Ocean's Eleven Man on a toilet Jurassic Park Jurassic oh.
3: oh Damn it
2: well done, Scrabbles. Um, Dom Joe. Two With points in. Virtual
3: reality.
1: Yeah, they use a virtual reality thing to move the eggs around. Yeah.
3: That's horseshit,
1: Jack. Yeah. Come on, man. Lifting an adult into the air is the final one. Here we go. That's a hard find. Yeah, one. that's
2: not even dinosaurs. Yeah. Here we go. We're in sync so far. Okay. Exploding helicopter. <gasps> Die hard 4.0. Matrix. Five word title. <sighs> okay, now fine. Die Hard 4.0. <laughs> Woman shot. Total recall. Woman spy. True four. lies. Five a tile. Of you, yeah. <laughs> Nuclear submarine. You could have left me a long time. <laughs> That's very kind. Parachute.
3: <clears throat> Nuclear submarine. A whole submarine?
2: Hunt for Red October? The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> Red October? Red October. Ski Chase. It's a Bond film. It is. Uh, it's the one from Partridge as well, <laughs> yeah, which is so know. I, I, I don't know, oh, what oh, so I don't know their names. Um, <laughs> but, uh,
3: uh, um... On Her Majesty's Secret Service. No, don't tell me. Cult she... figure. Tomorrow Never Dies. That's
2: not five words. <laughs>
3: James Bond tomorrow never dies, Joe. you. Um, live and let die. Live and let die. Fuck.
2: Keep going. Live and let die. Bond. <laughs> Bond's vodka martini. We know what it is, Gavin. He- I can't yeah, think but of we the are failing word. badly here. The what man with is? the
3: golden gun.
2: <laughs> it's hyphenated. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus
3: Christ die another day no. another good day. old deny
2: 007
1: <laughs> final one Jaws exploding I... helicopter five word title woman shot woman spy nuclear submarine the spy who loved me yes, yes there you go I'll give you that
3: yeah <laughs> Oh God! Well I, love
2: I just
1: marine. <laughs> right. Anyway, Gav, carry on.
2: <laughs> anyway, what's this bullshit? Uh, two, two points to Rory. Two points to Joe. That might be the worst round we've ever had. It's quite funny though. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> There's going to be some furious people at home. Scene during end credits. Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Blonde woman. Atomic blonde. Woman wearing a short dress. The Mask Damn it Female Stereotype <laughs> All Films <laughs> Female Bonding Bonding bonding's 8 Cameo Appearances
2: Double Decker Bus I'm... Thelma and Louise Double Decker Bus this? Spice World yeah. Yes what The hell is Spice World? It's the oh, Spice Girls the Spice movie uh, God damn it well
1: done, Joe. Time bomb. Concert tour, pop group. Joe's on six. Rory is on two.
3: I got spanking. Two guesses each,
1: one. man. This is wicked. Here we go. God,
2: <laughs> oh, God. Final film. <laughs> Deoxyribonucleic acid. And it's not Jurassic Park? No. Jurassic World. Jurassic World Genetic Warcraft. Engineering. Is it any Jurassic Park no.
1: series film? Okay, thank you. Spider Man. Father. Father-son relationship.
2: Spider-Man Two. <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Dysfunctional family. Weird science. Sequel to remake. Ooh, what? That's a
1: good keyword. It's also it's you might not know it's a remake because it's one of those. The Fly Two. <clears throat> Cross-dressing. Flatulence.
2: The Naughty Professor 2. What's it called? Uh, meet the Clumps. F- f- fart Family. What are they <laughs> called?
1: I'll give it you. Because <laughs> they made me laugh. Naughty Professor 2, Fart Family. No, Naughty Professor 2, The Clumps. Oh, it's just The Clumps? <laughs> yeah, it's just The Clumps. Fair play. Joe, well done. You got ten points altogether. Ooh. Rory, you got two. Uh, alter Ego, actor play multiple roles. Professor. <laughs> Do you know the link? Between Night Professor 2, Spice World, Shrek, Jurassic Park, The Spy Who Loved Me.
3: Absolutely not. No you clue. You do.
1: You know this.
2: Well, I don't. You got it. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's not in all of them. But he is in some of them. <laughs> what is that gonna be? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Breakthroughs in CGI. No Why are you looking at me? I was giving you
1: a more of a clue with what I just said than the Jurassic Park Jurassic thing.
2: Park referenced
1: in Partridge. All the films are referenced in Partridge. Oh. Yeah. well done, awesome link, Jack. Oh, he's Thank good. you very he's much, good. man. Um, what's next?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a bit of feedback to close things out. Why the hell not? I'm going to read this. They're not numbered, so feel free to just dive in. I'm going to read this from Kyle. Alright let's last week's podcast had you talking at length about one of the best games I've ever played, and most definitely my favourite <clears> game <throat> at the moment. I love playing as that gunslinger cowboy role, whose past history we just keep learning more and more about, I don't think I'll ever get an experience like it. I also love the addition of the newest hero, Ash. That's oh, right, I'm talking about right. Overwatch. See what he did there, he flipped nice. it. Nice. I'm yet to purchase that other cowboy game currently, and that comes down to one main factor time my time on video games is quite limited since the arrival of my daughter and so I thought I'd ask your guys advice with so many games to play how on earth do you fit them all in every second of game time I get at the moment gets sunk into healing a runaway wrecking ball as Moira or trying to combo a Zarya Graviton with an inconsistent Hanzo on my team it's infuriating a lot of the time but I just can't seem to get out am I lost in Overwatch forever how do I get out
1: please help (laughs) (laughs) it's an interesting one about time yeah Um, because that's something I always see quite a lot of people saying like oh since I've had a kid I haven't got time and one thing I always remember is when we had um, what is the name of the director of uh, X Machina?
2: Oh, uh, Alex Garland. Alex
1: Garland. When we had Alex Garland on the podcast, <clears throat> not when I spoke to him, but the time before he came on and talked about like all the time that he puts. Like at the time, Destiny had only been out a couple of months, mm. and he had like three top level characters, uh, and we were just like, "How the fuck do you have enough time?" He's like, "I don't know, just." make time for it. I feel like sometimes people are better with time
2: than I am. I've got friends who have recent kids who actually seem to be playing more games than ever because they've got like kid wakes up at night and then they just turn the switch on. Yeah. And they just play the switch with Mm. the baby in their arms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And actually like I think it's about when you can squeeze it in as opposed to like, sitting down for, like, huge sessions. You can't yeah. do that. Like, you're not kids anymore. Yeah. But, like, especially things like Overwatch. The mm. reason you can't get out of that is because games of service are literally designed to keep you coming back for little stints. Yeah. yeah. It's so much easier than Red Dead. Like, yeah. Red Dead takes five minutes to turn on. Yeah. Never mind anything else. And also, because you
1: just go... I, I find myself with Red Dead, even though I'm really enjoying it, being like, right, what shall I do now? Yeah. Like, what am I doing today? What, should, what do I feel like doing today? Which exactly. is awesome, and I like that part of it, but you also you don't get obviously don't get over overwatch you be like what are you doing today you're doing this yeah. like you're doing very specific things the games literally telling you what to do <laughs> yeah, at all times exactly yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no it's an interesting one like I I I'm, I, feel like Dale makes way better use of his spare yeah. time than I will ever do I don't know
2: how he gets it fits um, it all in but then I did watch four episodes of Mad Men last night because <laughs> I just couldn't be asked with anything because I was so hungover <laughs> I, so. S- I brought home PSVR last yeah. night I just sat in VR yeah. for an entire night I don't know how it happened it was, <laughs> it Sounds good though It was fair. quite good I played he, Red Dead in there He thinks he's still in VR <laughs> You guys You Red Dead in there Yeah On like the on cinema, the cinema mode. mode Yeah it's yeah. weird though Because the screen Because it's designed Like a cinema screen Yeah The screen blurs out At the edges So when I wanted To check the minimap I'm having to look, literally Look like, down look, oh. At the map. It's quite strange That's Is that cool, cool though It's cool It focuses you, focuses you On things more Yeah, yeah. Um, The only thing is Because that game's so beautiful And you're constantly Looking at everything Yeah it really shows you how low res those the lenses are. Because right, you're looking, yeah. you're like... That doesn't look like that on the TV. <laughs> like yeah. like right, that yeah. tree's nine pixels. It's really
1: strange. There's a little hair in mine, and I don't what? know how to get it out or how it even weird it is. Like, and it's just right in the fucking middle. That's, That's in the fears. virtual realm. It's it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You just That's look a glitch
3: it. in the matrix. It's
2: That's like
1: not your headset. You were looking at a horse's ass.
2: <laughs> it's got lots of those hairs. Very often, out of on, hair on them. Um,
3: yeah.
1: I don't We've got, got no good answer. answer. Yeah, we got just no good playing, answer, mate. Just keep
3: playing Overwatch. He's having a good time. He's yeah. banging. Uh, I have an email here from Andrew Volk or Voark, yeah. Voak. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how to pronounce your name. Voak but... oh,
1: sounds like a baddie and nightmare. <laughs>
3: Andrew says hi all I recently had my first podcast appearance well beyond giving a question or two at a live IGN UK podcast or being able to hear my obnoxiously loud laughter at a regular features live recording this guy's got good
1: taste he has got good taste in podcasts man
3: I was a guest on a Yahoo finance podcast whoa discussing (laughs) oh my god discussing parasitic symbiotic relationships in nature He's like a real human. Andrew, stop
2: wasting your time on us. Uh, (laughs) What what are you doing? (laughs)
3: Particularly (laughs) those that alter the behavior of the host. Zombies? Yeah. Chatting about zombies on a finance
2: podcast? (laughs) Brain slugs.
3: (laughs) Um. And then relating that to beneficial and toxic environments in the workplace. Mm. see what he's done there. Yeah. Uh, he said, it was a really fun experience and it's the kind of thing that I'd like to try again. So I was wondering if you had any advice, technical or otherwise, on starting a small podcast. You've mentioned uh, that it's a very fun thing to do and that uh, if you want, you should just give it a go. But um, how? It is, of course, the kind of thing I will be doing my own research on. I'm a big fan of most, of not all, of the podcast content you all produce. So I really value your opinions and advice on this subject. I think what he should do is, well, technical things, like if you
2: just want, just buy a Snowball Yeti. Snowball or Yeti. That's going to give you excellent sound quality straight away. And no one turns off a podcast quicker than someone listening to a podcast badly recorded. It's just hateful. That. Um, For technical-wise,
1: and you can record that straight into a computer using free software as well. Audacity, Um, that's my choice. There you go. Um, But what I think he should do is the sort of age-old... I listened to a podcast called Science-ish with Rick Edwards, um, who I used to think was annoying as fuck, but actually... (sighs) This podcast is brilliant. Mm. And basically what he does is he's got like a scientist. I think I've only listened to a few. I think it's the same one on all of them where they get, oh, no, no, maybe he gets different ones. But basically he takes a film and go, could this work in real life? Let's get a scientist who's good at knowing fucking genetics to tell us whether or not Jurassic Park could happen. Mm. And it sounds like he's got an interested enough job that... If he was explaining a, a thing to a, someone who like and the good thing about Rick Edwards is he's just like he's very open minded but also doesn't know anything yeah like and it feels like if he could find someone who is that he knows very well, who's also quite funny and they have good chemistry, if he was explaining something quite intricate to them and being like by the end of this podcast, you're going to learn about
2: why this thing is cool i think I think yeah to to broaden that out yeah to, like podcasts where people just chat, yeah. apart from this one, are sort of dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't hear them anymore. You everyone's like got, got an angle. A, yeah, yeah. Exactly. everyone's got like, a, you know, an M.O that They <clears throat> stick to episode yeah. to episode, or they develop one. Because I don't, you don't hear. You know the the old joke of like video games podcasts where it's just like yeah. three white men chatting for yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, they suck. This doesn't exist anymore. People yeah. don't do it. <laughs>
3: like, that's,
2: yeah, it, well, that's people, it. people do do it, but they're fucking yeah. hammering against. You don't war. hear them.
3: Yeah, um, it was so saturated. These days. it's like quite a saturated market. Yeah. So you need to have something that cuts through yeah. uh, the the noise.
2: Yes, you do. Like I
3: would say, Andrew, uh, one thing. I guess it depends on how serious you <clears throat> want to take this, and if you want it to have its best shot at becoming popular is focus on launch and learn how to play the algorithms of iTunes. Because basically, as I discovered when I launched my podcast, the more episodes you release in your first couple of weeks will like push you significantly onto the charts. And once you're high enough up at those charts, you hit like a point of self-sustaining growth yeah. where then people are seeing it in the charts. So they download it, which puts you higher in the charts yeah. and you can coast for like a good month or so based on just playing that. Absolutely. And that's yeah. how you get like your whole core audience that will then stick with you after you've dropped down and everything is settled. Mm. Yeah. So I think there's a bunch of articles about um, how yeah. to like play it really well.
2: Netflix it, motherfucker. Uh, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Drop it all at once. That sounds really exciting, and I wish you the best of
2: luck. Well, his his email was
1: really interesting, so I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, mate. Uh, Let's know how you get on as well. Um, but don't even think about putting yourself in the games and hobbies section. <laughs> We've got no. That's our turf. Yeah, that's, that's all we need, Our fucking shark in the tank. <laughs> um, I've got an email from Jack, who says, Hello IGN, <coughs> I was just wondering if you have ever watched the documentary they are in the Blu-rays for the Lord of the Rings movies. I love how much detail the movies go into, but I was thinking if the movies were made today, I don't think that they would have the same effect. Everything would be shared to the world already through Instagram, Twitter, and other stuff. Just wonder what you might thought might be on this keep up the good work I don't think that's necessarily true because I think like sometimes I think he's saying like he's found out stuff from that that you would generally find out from like pre-release shit yeah um, I, don't, I don't I don't. necessarily think that's true I think like even though Chris Malone did some amazing like uh, pre-release sort of viral shit for quite a lot of his films mostly the Batman ones. Mm. I felt like with Dunkirk, you know nothing about that yeah. other than the film being released. I think it depends on the That's film. That's got Harry Styles it do- in yeah. it. <laughs> it does
3: depend on the film. I guess like... With Lord of the Rings, maybe. Because with Lord of the Rings, there's so much really technical production yeah. elements that obviously no one's going to talk about in tweets and stuff. Yeah. I guess the only like exception to that is what I could think of is in Blade Runner, where... Remember how that tweet... Went viral where it's like Harrison Ford actually punched Ryan Gosling yeah, yeah, on the set yeah. of Blade Runner, and they had the screenshot for it. It's like the movie's not even out yet. Like, yeah. how do people know this? Mm. How is this already yeah. a story? Like, that would have been something that traditionally you would have found in a like yeah. director's commentary or something yeah. like
2: that. I, and that is such a nice feeling as well, like finding a fact where you're like, absolutely. I just had no yeah, idea.
3: Like you come into work, you're like, did you know? Yeah. So
2: I've gotten obsessed this week with a clip of uh, ex-AC Milan midfielder, Gennaro Gattuso, shouting, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit, in a press conference. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, so I, and like... I just suddenly went, I'm going to look up Gattuso and wonder yeah. what he was like. Because there's loads of good compilations of him having fights and stuff. Yeah, I found an excerpt from another midfielder, Andrea Pirlo's autobiography, where it turns out he's like a massive prankster and he would always do it to Gattuso because he'd go the most mental. mental and yeah. he's like, he tried to kill me with a fork. <laughs> like, oh my God. And there's all these <laughs> anecdotes of all the pranks he used to do on Gattuso. And it's, it's one of those moments where you're like... Nobody knows this. It has completely changed my opinion of these two people. Yeah. Like just by going looking for something. It's such a nice feeling. This is great. That
1: is cool. I I haven't watched those documentaries either. We were actually talking about Lord of the Rings the other day. I was thinking I might want to watch them. But should I watch the extended things and go in for that? Or should I just watch the normal ones?
3: I think normal ones. Yeah. 100 pigs in blankets. We
1: all sit down (laughs) and just marathon that bad boy. Have you guys ever seen the fucking um, documentary on like The Hobbit? Blu-rays, no. oh man, I'll find that just a mess. It is, it's <laughs> one of the saddest things I've ever watched. Mm. Oh no. Because like, just Peter Jackson just being like, uh, like Guillermo del Toro sort of left him in the shit. Really? Um, because Guillermo del Toro was meant to direct them. Yeah. And Peter Jackson was meant to be the producer on them. Guillermo del Toro dropped out after doing so much pre-production on it. Um, and it was a really interesting thing when me and Krups spoke to uh... Um, what's the dude who did Paradise the Caribbean I can never remember uh, Zemeckis no um, not Zemeckis not Zemeckis Gore Verbinski Gore um, when we talked to him he was just like because uh, we asked him about the Bioshock film mm. and he said the sad thing is he was like when you're at this level Making the film is ev- all the pre production. The actual making of the film is just like, yeah, filling in like tick, tick, ticking boxes. Like, mm. The film's been made. Yeah. Like all the pre production stuff is where the film is made for films like this. Mm-hmm. The actual acting and getting and all the stuff is just like, it's so well organized and so well crafted. it's just like boop, 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 boop. Yeah. That's crazy, um, isn't it? But Guillermo del Toro left a little bit before that. So he had all this different stuff ready to go. And then. I, I he doesn't go into detail in the documentary about why he left, really, but it's pro- I don't know why he left. But um, the studio were just like, "You got, you can't got make it because we've got these gaps set up for these Hobbit things, and like how the production was just rushed and stuff like that." And it's just the saddest thing to watch. Like Sandy Circus came on as like uh, second, um, first AD, mm. so he directed quite a lot of it. And yeah. It just sounds. Like a mess that they left him with, and Peter Jackson
2: seems genuinely sad. Imagine it if it's all. a really mad reason that Del Toro left. Yeah, like he wanted Smaug to have tits, <laughs> <laughs> and he wanted a voice. Him. Yeah. ooh look at my tits! <laughs> oh, golden milk.
1: <laughs> He's squeezing into his own face, like Jackson's, like not my trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll find that clip. actually and send it to you guys, but you should watch it. I think if you, I think it's called like I think it's on the Desolation of Smaug one. If, like, mm. if you look at that, but I'm sure if you type in like Hobbit behind the scenes, sad Jackson, <laughs> um, you'll see it. Uh, there we are. Um, another shout out to our IGM Prestige event. Oh please uh, come! It's going to be great. So IGN good. Prestige.eventbrite.co.uk. Sunday, December sixteenth at twelve PM. Gonna show the film. Gonna do a little podcast afterwards which we will make available as well yes uh, and then we're going to get very drunk at the loading bar in Dalston come oh. along please come along for as much or as little of that as you would
2: like well, uh, let us also explain the reason it costs 11 pounds and seven uh, yeah. pence is not our fault yeah. it's it's a booking fee thing. I have had upwards of 8 tweets about that 7
1: <laughs> pence people are like just call 11 pence 11 pound why are you adding the 7 pence on just it's like-
2: us like we've got very fine margins <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, thank you very much if you want to get in touch with the podcast you can I Jen, underscore UKfeedback.com we shall see you next week goodbye bye, Sweet
2: dreams. bye.
0: It's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No, she was sent here anonymously. Mm Mm-mm, not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this.